Welcome to Anchor.com, AnchorFM.com, the home of the podcast where you can be heard all around the world from your bedroom, bathroom, living room, any room your heart desires. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Tonight's episode is going to be about a family act, one of my favorite vocal groups ever, The Barge, from Grand Rapids, Michigan. Now, ironically, Jermaine Jackson discovered Switch and The Barge but it was um, association to uh, older brother Byron DeBarge, who did some production and some some work with DeBarge. But the DeBarge family had more of what we call the crossover success. And they had some big hits in the 80s. And I'm going to cover quite a few of those tracks. I'm going to start with some songs that I definitely dug. Obviously, I Like It was a big song. I remember this song just like yesterday. Love the vocals, the runs. You know, had Randy DeBarge, L DeBarge uh, on the writing and production. And L, who to me was one of the most important artists of the last 40 years, vocalist, songwriter, instrumentalist, etc., um, really shined as a kid on this track. You know, when you think about how young they were, and they definitely were writing songs that who, that were going to be staples. Now, I call it money tracks. And when you hear these songs, like, I like it, you know, it's just, it's, it's a simple refrain, but yet it takes a life of its own. And the chorus and the melody and the music. And then I hear all the harmony involved. Just amazing. And that's what the start of great music is. is when you hear a song like that and you can listen to it, you can appreciate it. You can definitely hear where it's going, where it longs to be, and it's just truly something that you can't, you know, you can't put it down. And another classic is All This Love, which Elder Barge wrote. And again, having an ear for melody, having an ear for chords and progressions that just speak, and so simple, but yet the innocence of it is just so enduring. It's, it's a strong song. You know, you're sitting there and you're hearing these songs and you're like, wow. And did you think when you heard those grooves that they were going to be 20, 40 years later, a lot of artists were going to come along, sample them and make careers off of them? Because, you know, um, you know, when you hear these songs, they have a life of their own. And there are a lot of songs that the Bards did that they became staples for other careers, you know, such a song like Stay With Me when you hear the, you know, Ellen Bunny hitting those notes on that song. And then that last part, think about it. Blackstreet Tupac sampling their songs, Biggie sampling their songs. Those songs took a life of their own. Again, incredible, incredible. And that's the power of great songwriting and, and where it can go and the impact. Love Me in a Special Way. It's another great song which Elder Barge wrote and produced. And um, I love the arrangements. I love the tone and the feel of it. You know, because you got to think to yourself, and obviously he did it, his brother Bobby was involved in it, but it was just that that magic of the music and the harmony, which is like, uh, he wrote so many great songs, or associated these songs so young, and yet they had such endurance, they had so much depth. They really had a a sophistication about them. You know, you don't hear that a lot today when you have a lot of artists today, and that's just 
a balance, you know, with the songs just definitely. Um, one of the songs that definitely, and the one I mentioned with Black Street and Tupac, A Dream, that was a great strong song where if you remember the vocals with L and Bunny, the barge, Bunny sounded great on the song and you hear L to come in the background and the groove was just something else. I mean, it just was really the kind of song where the tone of it and the instrumentation of it, you know, that's something that you just sit there and you go, wow, what happened? You know, what happened when you could hear a song that might be an album track or a sidetrack, but it ends up making careers later in a whole different genre of music? I mean, ask yourself that. That's incredible. I always love Time Will Reveal. I thought that was one of the... Um, Ivy co-wrote that one, Elle produced it. That's one of them songs that... I love the arrangement. I love the feel of that song. I love the vocal. I mean, I just thought that song was... That was smooth. You know, and that's how... When you hear a song like that, you know... Um, it still has impact. Just like Queen of My Heart notes, the vocals, the arrangements, the groove, just one of those things that you sit there and you're just like, wow, they, you know, they really tapped into so many different elements of emotion and feeling. And that's what strong songwriting does. It doesn't, doesn't let up. It moves you. Now, by the time they end game upon the one of City fourth album, that's the one with the rhythm of the night. It went more towards the Rotown wanted to push the solo L and then they wanted outside writers on some of the tracks. And one of the biggest songs was Rhythm of the Night, which Diane Warren wrote, which it was a big hit, you know. Um, L did the lead vocals. It was a big hit. It was on the, on the Last Dragon soundtrack and it was a huge hit. Maybe not the way you want it to be the ending for the for the group, However, it was the kind of song that definitely gave him pop crossover, and it was a very strong song. It was, um, you know, it was catchy, and um, it was a big hit. But for me, my cut on the album was You Wear It Well. That's the one that um, the Barge did with, with Chico, and it was a groove. L showed his funk side. I loved the bass. I loved it. And I believe Jesse Johnson from the time did the guitar solo. It was sick. But that that was a bumping track. You know, that was that that song has some that song has some steak sauce on there, a little sauce on there. I was feeling it. You know, and I still like he wear it well. I like his vocals. That was a tight cut. L is like I said, one L is one of my all-time favorite artists. And uh, but I love, you know, with the barge, you had some great harmony great, you know, lyric. They didn't put out a lot of albums, but they put out meaningful music. Let me get this to tell some of the people. Just because someone has like 99 albums and stuff out does not mean that they hit the point. You hit the point when you got songs that become staples for careers. Like you could sit back 30, 40 years and say, now that's a money track. That song will sound good. I'm not going to begin to tell me times I thought to myself, if Elder Bars could write for somebody else that's happening now, what their careers would be like. Because, I mean, the guy got a pen and a mind for melody and the vocals and everything. And that's some great stuff. Now, Who's Holding Donna was a big hit on this record. 
get to done with David Foster, Jake Rowland, and it was, you know, they had to do the middle of the road thing. That was part of it, but it was a big hit. And, you know, those kind of songs have their place. But again, it, it loans to the fact that the versatility of the barge shows you that you can go from soulful ballad to adult contemporary, throw in some funk, you know, got a hybrid of styles that work and don't miss a beat, you know. So the DeBarge is uh, definitely left an impression. Very talented family, one of the most important musical families. And it's a great compilation and overview of their careers. You know, like I said before, wasn't a lot of albums out, but let's just say they understood uh, quality over quantity. Some acts never get to understand that. And you don't want to be one of them acts that's got like 15 albums out and people are trying to figure out what the hit is. You didn't have to worry about that with the bars. They got it. They understood it. They were all very talented. And they definitely, definitely left an impression. One of the most important musical acts over the last 40 plus years. So this was the bars, the ultimate collection. If you get a chance, check it out. Definitely worth checking into. So anyway, that's my thoughts and takes about the barge. But tell me, what's your favorite songs or videos or albums or concerts by them? Uh, wash your hands, keep your mind clear, watch out for one another. And just because a song is old or album is old doesn't mean you can't discover something new. Because I'm going to tell you something. If you listen to the barge, you will see that some careers were made. And I didn't say a hit. I said careers. Because they definitely put in the work with what they did as artists themselves. And they weren't just like some team creative machine that just would stand out to the side. The melodies, the hooks, the grooves, the vocals, a lot of people have been eating up to the bar this plate. So anyway, till next time, keep it funky, keep it safe. The best to you. Peace. <laughs>